Greetings, guys, and I hope all is well with you. Come on in, come on in. Grab a good pad, a good pen, as well as a good friend, and welcome to Evolution Now. I am your host, T.S. Bradshaw, astro-numerologist, motivational speaker, metaphysical counselor, psychic healer, and author with your co-host, Saya. Hello everyone, hope you're all having a fantastic day today and we just want to thank you for tuning in on today's podcast. Yes indeed, yes indeed, and together we host the Evolution Now podcast. So, if you have an astrology, numerology, or topic-related question or comment that you want answered or shared, send your questions or comments to evolutionnow.org at gmail.com. That's at gmail.com. Um, okay, uh, evolutionnow.org at gmail.com. <laughs> so speaking of comments and questions, we have had wonderful feedback regarding our last episode interview with Ronnie Walker on relationships and sex. Okay, and I'm going to share some of those comments with you guys. Uh, but before we do, let me just check in with uh, the brother Sia, see how he's doing. How you doing, brother Sia? Yeah, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right, Mom. How are you feeling? Hey, I'm feeling great. I'm feeling good. Feeling great. How are you? All right. Got to give, you know, some of the salutations to see how how my son is doing. And I hope all of you out there that are listening are doing well as well. All right. So Taylor underscore made one commented um, that I could relate with a few things that the guy said like the whole step into the feminine side uh the parts where he spoke about walking away as a way to avoid conflict those tension moments it was informative they also said that in my opinion not everyone is meant to be in a relationship some people have to be like the eagle it's nice to be in a relationship where there is support and a power couple. She says, um, I come from parents that have been married 57 or 58 years. How about that? You know, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a lot of years, people. And um, to, you know, be with others or another, I should say. OK. Um, and getting to know one another as well. So congratulations to, um, you know, their marriage and their relationship. Tanisha Simone commented and she said, the podcast episode was extremely profound. I mean, wow. (laughs) So many highlights to reflect on. I loved that you both discussed how the media promotes toxicity and dysfunction. It's to the point where that is the norm. Great tips on knowing yourself first in the relationship. She says, I took so many gems. And of course, the point he made about sex, not just being something you do, it's a place you go as well. I agree that it is an entirely vulnerable act. I really enjoyed the entire episode. Um, Such authentic and beneficial discussions to help others cultivate the relationships that they want. I had my pen and pad ready. Okay, okay. So that's just some comments about the last and latest episode that we had um, with Ronnie Walker. 
guys definitely check it out it is worthwhile uh it is the uh episode that we did i think it's episode 18 relationships and sex with uh interview with ronnie walker so definitely check that out um in addition to the episode i posted a poll question relating to the episode and we received some responses from our supporters as well and so the poll question was how can we best utilize relationships um a to get what we want b to control and or manipulate c to help and heal or d to own and possess what do you think Sai? what's what's the best way what's the best way for us to utilize our relationships um you know that's a that's a very good question um utilizing relationships hmm i think it depends on the intent for both people you know uh whether they want to utilize the relationship that they're in with the other person to benefit them just themselves or just you know to have growth be happening between both people um but you know for me i prefer utilizing a relationship for the benefit of not just myself but for the other person i want to see that other person grow just like i'm growing you know that feels good and it motivates me to keep growing you know myself so that's what i gotta say about that yeah i love it um you know we are in a time where you know relationships is at the forefront right now especially due to the fact that we are under a sixth universal year energy and this sixth universal year energy is definitely dealing with venus in energy and i've talked about this before on past podcasts and um or past podcast episodes and it is just ringing so true you know nowadays as it pertains to relationships and how we are working with relationships or even how we view relationships right what are relationships for how are we to be utilizing relationships in a way that is going to be beneficial for us so you know again in the last episode with ronnie we talked about that and uh, he brought up the idea of utilizing relationships as a vehicle to heal right to help heal each other so you know um i thought that was very interesting because again too in some of my workshops or in one of my workshops actually my webinar um you know cultivating relationships with astrology and numerology we certainly talk about that and we delve into that a bit about relationships and you know um, how we perceive relationships all right and and how we ought to utilize them how we can utilize them to help benefit us and so um utilizing them as vehicles to help and heal is um, something that i think that um, our society can certainly benefit from i can't necessarily say that now we are utilizing relationships in that way you know and this is relationships of all kinds as well not only to help and heal ourselves but also um, relationships are utilized to help and heal others indirectly you know what I'm saying it doesn't have to be direct but it could be indirectly so both Mr. Health Buddy and Re underscore up underscore footwear answered B to control and or manipulate all right that you know how we can best utilize relationships is to to control and or manipulate well I hope that these answers are not reflective of their relationship habits okay because <laughs> Lord all right um, however I can see how society has been utilizing relationships 
as vehicles to control and manipulate each other. Um, this is one of the reasons why we have been called to experience a year like this, which is a numerical six universal year, again, of relationships and death and birth and marriage, divorce, engagement, separations, unconditional love and, you know, responsibility. Um, and last but certainly not least, intimacy. All right. So the answer was C, to help and heal, because, you know, that is what we are um, striving to, you know, certainly, hopefully striving to hopefully utilize our relationships for. Now, before I get into the information on intimacy and sex, and by the way, thank you to our supporters who participated in the poll question. And thank you to our supporters who also um, gave some comments and feedback on regards to the last episode interview with Ronnie Walker. Um, but before I get into the information on intimacy and sex, I want to make mention of the full moon total lunar eclipse that we had in Taurus. How did you, did you even feel that one? Um, Messiah, did you feel that one at all? Yes, no, no, yes. Uh, nah, nah, I didn't feel it. I didn't feel it. I wasn't even, no, no, not even a little bit. Yeah, no, not even a little bit. <laughs> he said, yeah, no, not even going, I'm not even going to act like I felt that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the answer is negatory private. Um, yeah, you know, uh, some people feel you know, definitely felt that energy. Um, others may not have felt it as strongly, uh, but it was definitely a energy um, that certainly had us to turn our attention towards, you know, completions, endings, fulfillments within our lives. Um, and this was a total lunar eclipse. So it occurred at 16 degrees of Taurus, which aligns with the tower card energy in the tarot. All right. And the energy of, you know, the 16 holds the energy of, you know, Mars, Aries energy. OK, um, as well as Venus. All right. Um, and a bit of Scorpio energy as well, too. I can feel in that 16, 7. All right. Um, this energy brings forth an awakening, a flash of understanding um, and awareness to the true nature of the self, all right? Um, through that, um, you know, flash of understanding. So flashes of illuminating understanding may occur for, you know, um, for you guys out there within that area of the life that the number 16 of Taurus, the 16 degree of Taurus within your natal chart falls for you, all right? You guys know or may not know that, you know, during every new or full moon, um, we are to look to see where the new or full moon is going to be, you know, transiting for us, what house it would transit for us within our natal chart. So with that, looking to see where it transits for you is where um, you certainly may see some fulfillment, some things coming to light, some culminations as well as some form of enlightenment or illumination or awakening happening, all right? Um, not only that, um, this Uranus energy, right? 
um, also played a role in this last full moon total lunar eclipse in Taurus because Uranus is in the sign of Taurus and Uranus was really close to that particular uh, full moon energy. All right. And so Uranus, as you guys may or may not know, is the great awakener. And so this is also in the area of the life that the full moon was also um, illuminating or transiting in. So over the next six months, you want to look to see or observe what awakenings or flashes of understanding may happen for you within that area of the life. All right. So again, um, look to see where 16 degrees of Taurus falls for you. Whatever house it falls in, it may very well bring completions, fulfillments, endings, um, culminations, as well as things coming to the surface and things coming to the light that can awaken you to your true nature. All right. Um, Uranus energy can be quite, um, you know, uh, jarring. Okay. Um, and so that's just an area that you want to be ready so you don't have to get ready. That's right. Okay. For some sudden awakenings happening. And this could be a positive thing. I don't want to say this in a very negative way or anything like that, but it could certainly be a positive thing. So before we move on, I want to talk about some tips and you guys can certainly um, look to see on my Instagram and on my Facebook page reels. The Taurus full moon tips certainly go back and look at those um, you know it provides some information about how to work with this Taurus full moon energy and this energy you know over the next six months you want to certainly again look observe take it all in and see what awakenings or flashes of understanding may happen for you within that area of the life and some of the tips you certainly want to, uh, you know, incorporate over that six month period. All right. Um, one of the tips is to certainly pull and safeguard your resources within that area of the life that this full moon total lunar eclipse in Taurus took place. You also want to be practical and plan ahead. Um, uh, as it pertains to your resources and things of that nature, because Taurus is a is a sign that deals with finances all right and so does scorpio and at this full moon total lunar eclipse uh taurus is in the north node and uh scorpio is in the south node so you know they both deal with finances so make sure that you're being practical and plan ahead when it comes to your finances and things of that nature all right you want to follow your intuition and you also want to anticipate and circumvent by paying careful attention to that area of the life in which this full moon total lunar eclipse had taken place for you. All right. Um, so again, you know, guys, look to see where 16 degrees of Taurus falls for you. And within that area of the life, you know, certainly incorporate the tips that I just provided for you guys. And if you didn't get, you know, the tips uh, now, you can always go to my IG and or my Facebook account um, on on the page and you know look at the reels uh, because I did do a Taurus full moon tips reel um, for you guys to certainly take a look at and see all right um, also too Uranus's energy is quite comfortable within the sign of Scorpio and since we are in the season of Scorpio and we are talking about the energy of the tower 
and the power of the number 16, I want to delve into it really quickly. The number one in the number 16 from a numerical standpoint is Mars. Okay. Um, it, it, it can reflect Mars energy um, as well as the sun. All right. The number six that can reflect Venus's energy because the number six is in alignment with Venus energy. We're in a six universal year. When you add those numbers up, the number one and the number six, it equals a seven. All right. And then that's like the moon or Neptune energy. Okay. So the number one equals primal raw desires. Okay. That's like your animal car or your inferior car. Okay. The number six equals refinement or harmonizing energy. And that is your divine car energy. All right. And so when we talk about car energy, that's like um, your chakra kind of energies there. All right. So you have your inferior car, your animal car, and you have your divine car energy. And then the number seven equals your subconscious mind. That is the moon energy. That is the crown chakra car or the divine car. All right. So as the subconscious receives the refined suggestions, right, through that um, illumination and that awakening that happens, its suggestions becomes a reality within the physical or material plane. All right. So our Mars energy is what drives us. It drives us, it drives our human bodies to physically do, be, and have, right? It is considered the energy or the planetary energy that is linked to Kundalini energy within the body as well. All right. And here's where it gets interesting. The Kundalini or sexual creative life force energy is stored in the base of the spine or what is known as the root chakra and is said to be like a coiled snake, which is also Scorpio energy because the snake is one of the um, symbols for Scorpio, you know, and it is said that, you know, um, this is where the name came from. Very interesting. Yeah, it is very interesting. And so this Kundalini energy when harnessed within the body can be driven up the spine, right? Through each of the chakra points. We got the root and the sacral chakra, which deals with the genitals. Okay. And it moves up to the navel chakra and the root chakra and the navel chakra are considered to be, you know, uh, the animal car. That's a part of like that animal car or inferior car energy because those are those are the lower chakra points. All right. That is where you know your hunger, your lust, your greed, your raw urges, and things of that nature can be found. Those are the areas of primal desires. The animal car and the inferior car. So stay with me, guys. All right. I am linking that tower energy to Scorpio and then the Scorpionic energy to the Kundalini energy that's within our body, which is that sexual creative life force energy. All right. 
And so it's tying it all in with this Taurus full moon lunar eclipse being at the 16 degree. Okay. And giving us that awakening and that enlightenment. So we need to more than likely awaken and enlighten ourselves as it pertains to how we are utilizing our sexual and Kundalini energy. Yeah. All right. So stay with me. And so once that Kundalini energy goes through the root chakra and the sacral chakra, then it moves through the refinement points or it moves through what we would call the divine ka, which is the heart chakra, the throat chakra, the third eye, and the crown chakra. Okay. Now, I want to mention that the root chakra and the navel chakra, again, are linked to the, um, you know, the lower chakras or the, in the animalia, the animal ka. All right. They are linked to the animal ka as well as the inferior ka. But they are also linked to the eliminative organs, the sex organs, the reproductive glands, and the bladder, which are all the organs that are associated with which sign? Scorp Scorpio. Scorpio, yeah. right? Scorpio. So, you know... Um, in medical astrology, Scorpio governs over the eliminative organs, the sexual organs, the reproductive glands and the bladder and things of that nature. All right. And so once this Kundalini energy rises to the crown chakra, okay, there is illumination of the subconscious mind, which links us back to that tower energy, that 16-7 tower energy. That's the illumination of the subconscious mind within the head or the crown chakra providing illuminating messages and awakening ideas and spiritual uh, awakening as well. So these illuminating messages and awakening ideas assists in transforming the subconscious, therefore producing refined manifestations into the material world. And so this is all a part of the process of sexual sublimation and sexual transmutation. All right. Which brings us to where we're, this is that sexual healing, everybody. What did Marvin Gaye say? When I get that feeling, I want sexual healing. I don't know. That's some boomer. Oh, that's some. That's some. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he said it like that's some boomer. <laughs> I keep telling my. I keep telling my son I am not a boomer. Okay, stop it. I'm not a boomer. That's my mom. That's that's your, that's would your you, nana. Would y'all call that? Would y'all <laughs> consider that boomer music? Or I'm just. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not saying Marvin Gaye is bad. He's a very good singer. But I, I just. I just thought you know, there would be some boomer music. Cause I'm not too familiar with it. Maybe I, maybe I should listen to 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 Marvin Gaye more. You know, maybe I should. Cause I yeah. do enjoy his. I do enjoy his voice. I do. Yeah, man. Better give it that Marvin Gaye, brother. Better give it that. And you know what? Marvin Gaye was an Aries. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, he was. He was. I believe yeah. he was an Aries. Yeah, he was. All right, now come on, now you got to you, you got to represent think, for you. I think first second. I think first second too. You got to represent. You got to represent. Diana Ross is an Aries too, so you got to represent. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I do like Diana. You better get with your Aries folk. I like Diana. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you know, this brings us to the sexual transmutation. Um, you know, when we think of Scorpio, 
we think of sex we are in Scorpio season we think of sexuality we think of passion um, the need to regenerate through passionate powerful sex and things of that nature y'all just want to you know y'all want to get it on as soon as somebody knows that someone's a Scorpio they like oh what's that sex life about what's that sex life about yeah that's true mm-hmm that's true all right well let's let's we're gonna put a we're gonna put a spin on it now okay however here's the spin this sexual energy can be used to sublimate or transmute and not just for pleasure recreation procreation or addiction gratification i'm gonna say that again Sexual energy can be used to sublimate or to transmute and not just to be used for pleasure, recreation, like recreational purposes, procreation, like having a child or addiction gratification, because we do have some people who may need some root chakra or not root chakra, but sacral chakra attunement I'll, I'll, I'll correct myself sacral chakra attunement those who may have sexual addictions and things of that nature okay um, and so there is a difference between the two methods you know of sexual sublimation and sexual transmutation sexual sublimation is utilizing your sexual energy or your kundalini life-giving life force energy in an upward an inward and upward I should say way so you take that sexual energy inward keep it inward right keep that energy inward do not ejaculate do not let it out okay keep it inward and let it go up the spine from the base root chakra to the crown chakra and so this brings energy to the brain that brings forth enlightenment or higher states of consciousness okay so that is what sexual sublimation is some yogis you know utilizes you know this particular type of practice and things of that nature uh, you will certainly um, you know when you study tantra or tantric you know practices they talk about sexual sublimation all right as well as sexual transmutation so let's get into the sexual transmutation when it comes to sexual transmutation it is the process of alchemizing or transforming the sexual energy into another form or into another activity other than utilizing it as an act of sex Okay, to bring forth manifestation and internal regeneration or rejuvenation of the cells. Okay, which helps to bring forth healing and energy to your body, to your cells, and all of that. There's something called ATP, which is um, utilized, it is considered cell energy right giving your cells energy okay or food for the cells it's called atp you guys can certainly look that up on your own time but when we talk about energizing the body um from the inside utilizing 
sexual sublimation or sexual transmutation are two methods in which you can utilize that energy by harnessing right your sexual energy and not necessarily um, having it to leak out or come out of the body through sexual intercourse but actually holding that energy within therefore utilizing that energy to help heal your body and help to rejuvenate the body from the inside out but also help to rejuvenate the cells okay so I don't want to get too deep into it but you guys can certainly research that on your own. how you feel about that Messiah that you you know have a way of utilizing you know sexual energy in more ways than one yeah. most people yeah you know I know that this might be far-fetched for some of you people so you probably are out there you know saying to all our listening family so does that mean that I have to stop having sex I can't right. I can't get it in right yeah exactly <laughs> yeah and that's not the case you know we're not saying that no um you can still um you know have sexual uh intercourse or or have sex but what you can't do is ejaculate you have to hold it you have to hold it um it is the orgasmic feeling right that we receive during sex that um, is our essence that provides the energy that is what holds the energy within us and when you are experiencing orgasm that you are experiencing yourself at its kind of purest energetic form like that is bliss and so that energy um, you know instead of going out you are able to hold it within and utilize that to energize you to give you more energy right um people will associate healing with the sign of scorpio right and that healing energy comes through the form of the orgasm all right and you know um that is important i want you guys to kind of you know um understand that and get that in to your system here's the thing when we talk about scorpionic energy, yes, you know, sexual energy, sexuality and sex and things of that nature. But Scorpio deals with sex on a level where it is inner. This is inner sexual energy, right? Where you hold that 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 energy within and you're able to transform and heal the body from the inside, therefore out. You're also able to transmute that energy because Scorpio is transformative. It deals with the house of transformation of all kinds and that which is hidden. Right? So you're able to, to utilize that sexual energy and transform it into something where you're able to create something out of that energy. And of course, when you have sexual intercourse and you indulge in the act of sex, you can create what is a child. I have a beautiful child right next to me sitting here. So when you are, you know, working with sexual energy, especially during this Scorpio season, I want you guys to think about how you are utilizing your sexual energy. Are you spilling it out? You know, and if you are, okay, fine and well, but are you also balancing that by learning how to harness it and hold it within? Right. 
so that it can help to bring about some illumination, some awakening, um, help you to utilize that energy and redirect it into other creative uh, projects like your work, you know, um, like your relationships, like your money, uh, because that energy can be used in other ways. And that is the sexual transmutation. See, Leo deals with sex on the external pleasurable and self-expressive level or nature because Leo governs over the fifth house of creative self-expression and pleasurable pursuits, um, children and things of that nature and creativity, right? And so Leo deals with sex as well. And that is another power sign, just like Scorpio. So with Leo, that's like sexual exploration. That's the externalization of, you know, your sexual energy. Scorpio deals with sex on a hit and again, more internal level. It's more transformative, rejuvenative or rejuvenating, right? Level because it regenerates. And to hold that Kundalini energy or sexual energy within, it helps to rejuvenate you. If you have, if you have experienced orgasm before, you know how rejuvenating it can be. But if you experience that and you can with, you know, hold that within the body and allow that to, you know, um, go within instead of, you know, giving that energy out. Okay. Um, you'll see the difference. It does energize you. Okay. And you can also utilize, you know, that sexual alchemy by taking that energy and placing it into other avenues of your life. Because the, the Kundalini energy is the life force energy. It gives life to anything that you direct it towards. So it could give life to your lifelong dreams. If you utilize sexual transmutation by taking your sexual energy and directing it into other areas of your life. All right. Um, and things of that nature. So that's something to think about. And especially with Scorpio energy being in the South Node right now which is the south nodal axis of the moon it is definitely you know wanting us to um value loving more as opposed to lusting more okay there's a difference between love and lust it is directing us most definitely to be more intimate as opposed to you know having you know sex sex or having random sex. There's a difference between intimacy and sex, right? And so, you know, again, with Scorpio in the South Node, it's also calling us to not only value love more than lust, but it's also calling us to move away from greed, right? And control and manipulation, okay? And so the concept of sexual sublimation and sexual transmutation couldn't come at a better time. You know, sexual transmutation can enhance your creative abilities. And we're getting ready to go into a very Neptunian energy next year in 2023. We're getting ready to go into a little, a lot of Pisces energy next year. And you guys know Pisces is creative energy. 
So this sexual transmutation, if you start practicing it now, and I'm not saying that this is for everyone, right? Not everybody is going to, you know, possibly grab hold to this, but I think it's very interesting and it's important to understand that our sexual energy can be utilized in more ways than one, okay? And as you begin to evolve and move away from the animalia and, you know, the animal ka or the inferior ka by utilizing sex and your kundalini energy for greed and lust and to just, you know, for your own pleasurable pursuits, okay, and to satisfy your any addictions that you might have, whether they be sexual addictions and so on and so forth. You can also utilize that energy to improve your physical energy. You can utilize that sexual kundalini energy to help you to realize your goals and dreams and also to help you to manage your sexual impulses as well as improve your work and your money habits. Okay? So I just want to let you guys know out there that during the Scorpio season, you too can also practice different ways of utilizing your sexual energy, all right? That can bring in not only, you know, sexual pleasure and fulfillment, but can also, you know, help you to fulfill your dreams and aspirations as well if you are utilizing your sexual kundalini life force energy in more ways than one, okay? So I thought that was quite interesting. Uh, what are your thoughts on Isaiah? As far as the sexual sublimation and sexual transmutation? Um, you know, I think it's actually pretty cool to learn, you know? And I think it would be even more interesting if you guys tried it out yourself, you know? <laughs> Try it out yourself, man. Always good to be open to new methods of anything, you know, especially if it's uh, meant to serve you and your health. And as well as the other person's health, too. So, um, yeah, man. I'm glad you shared that with us and with everyone today. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's very interesting. Very interesting. I just want, you know, people to understand that we don't have to stay stuck in one way of doing things. Right? Right, exactly. Yeah, you know, there are ways that we can certainly evolve. And also, too, you know, I think, you know, Scorpio, you know... I don't know we just get that thing you know like they must be good in bed or it's just all about and for me i just feel like that's that lower level way of thinking about that's that animalistic way of you know like we just talked about the animal car the inferior car you're just using that lower chakra energy for lusting and things of that nature why can't we utilize evolve that we're being called to evolve so evolve your sex game utilize it to help you to reach a certain you know, uh, spiritual level in your life, help it to, you know, uh, utilize it to help you to fulfill your dreams and your aspirations, whatever they may be, redirect that sexual energy into something else that's more constructive in your life, as opposed to just constantly using it to have sex with this one and that one, or to fulfill your own, you know, sexual addictions or any other addiction for that matter, right? whether it's alcohol addiction, drug addiction, or whatever the case may be. You know, if there are any addictions, that's definitely an area where the sacral chakra needs some attuning and some aligning. And again, the root chakra and the sacral chakra are considered chakras that are part of the animal ka or the inferior ka. 
and um, you know being able to kind of understand that or understand that and then be able to work or evolve you know to higher levels right or utilize that particular area that particular chakra right in a way where it's balanced and it is healthy okay um, sexual transmutation is a way to certainly help to, to do that because it helps you to control your sexual urges as well yeah it also helps you to master you know your ability to either ejaculate or not right you control that we're always talking about master yourself well master your sexual urges master your sexual impulses okay because let me tell you something if you're not able to master something then that something is able to master you yes okay you are not the master over that thing. That thing is the master over you. All right. And if we're talking about know thyself and master thyself. Yes. Sexual transmutation and sexual sublimation are ways of mastering thyself. Okay. Now let's master this news. Uh, student loan forgiveness. The so-called student loan forgiveness. I call it the student loan unforgiveness. <laughs> Yeah, because it is unforgiving. It's unforgiving It's unforgiving for right now. Yes. You know what I mean? So this student loan forgiveness um, that the Biden administration began, you know, uh, some weeks ago, this process of allowing student loan borrowers the opportunity to apply for loan forgiveness for up to $20,000 of relief um, has been stalled. It has been blocked. It has been deemed unconstitutional. Um, and so there has been a place or a block um, has been placed on the process. So they are not accepting any more applications. And those who already put in an application, they're in limbo right now. They're in waiting. So it appears with the student loan forgiveness being blocked, the Fed is seeking other options um, you know, to, to help student loan borrowers, but no one really knows what's really going on. Okay. So, you know, this is interesting because this comes at a time where we, uh, you know, had this full moon total lunar eclipse in the sign of Taurus, which is the sign that governs over the second house of personal finances. All right. And values. This is also the house that governs over the finances of the government. Right. And so we knew that something could potentially happen around this uh, full moon total lunar eclipse. And, you know, being the astrologer, you know, the astrologer, the person that studies astrology in the way that I do, um, you know, uh, this couldn't come at, at a, I guess, a better time, you know, around this full moon total lunar eclipse in Taurus. Right. Um, with Scorpio being the opposite energy. Yeah. And Scorpio dealing with uh, big money you know um so we don't know what in fact um will transpire or will happen we will certainly have to see um what do you think is going to happen if people are not able to get assistance and help sire with their student loan repayments because they're they're supposed to to go back in repayment status in january of 2023 so if people don't receive the assistance and help 
Um, and I'm I'm seeing that people are being laid off. Some people are being laid off. Unemployment yeah. is going up. And yeah. I don't know. So, you know, let me know how you feel about it. You think people are going to do? They're going to start getting crazy? What's going on? Yeah, man. I mean, like, it's, it's very interesting. My professor, you know, that my, my paralegal professor, she was telling us, you know, that a lot of people, everyone, you have to assume that everyone is aggravated, man. You know, because of all, everything that's going on. And she says that the way this country is going with all of these, with people, you know, being laid off and having difficulty to pay for things that they need to survive within this uh, progressively crippling economy. Um, we just might be headed into a civil war of some type, man. And with these student, you know, this problem with student loans... Uh, that's just only going to add on more aggravation to the people, you know, and uh, that would, I could definitely see a civil war breaking out once that, uh, or it, even if that does happen for people uh, with their student loans. So, um, you know, man, I just, I, I, I hope that isn't the case because these people, uh, don't want to see people's <laughs> frustration out here, man. You never know what, what anyone is capable of doing. You never know. Yeah, you know, um, and I saw in the news that it said something about, I saw a headline that says, on the brink of new, on, on the brink of a new civil war. Um, there was a, a survey that highlighted that, that um, it highlighted the, the fragility of American democracy, right? Um and that, you know, the people may not be uh, as trusting as they once were in their democracy now. And so um, that can certainly bring about a sense of being on the brink of a possible civil war, right? Um, and so, you know, uh, yeah, people will probably be upset. We have inflation. We have things going up and down with the gas prices and... You know, some people are, you know, losing their jobs. I'm seeing, you know, layoffs happening here, there, everywhere, whether it's with Amazon, whether it's with, you know, um, other major companies. I think Amazon was the latest, so that's why I was able to say that. But, you know, um, yeah, other tech companies and things of that nature have also laid people off. And so, you know, it's a wonderful time now to start getting into yourself. Start getting into your own universe so that whatever, if ever, you know what I always say, you want to be ready so you don't have to what? Get, Get ready. ready. So, you know, in a way to prepare is to, you know, definitely get with yourself. Know where you are, you know, uh, energetically. Know what you may need to focus on in the event that, uh, you know, things do turn out to the point where there is some civil unrest. Okay, if you're focused on yourself and you know what you need to be focusing on and what you need to do and have in your own universe, um, you're not distracted by what is going on outside of you and on and or around you. All right. And so that's why, you know, um, having a personal year done, getting your natal chart done or your numerical chart done um, is something that can certainly help you to focus on yourself, focus on you. All right. So that you can then be able to help others if need be. But you can't help anybody if you're not 
centered, if you're not focused on, you know, and, and if you're not aligned with your own energies. So, you know, the personal year helps people to do that. That's something that I offer as one of my services. Um, you know, we look at you energetically from a numerical as well as a planetary standpoint. So that's what that is the first service, not one of the first service. That is the first service I offer um, to my clients um, and working with me because some people are like, yo, should I do the personal year first? Should I do the numerical or the natal? Which one should I do? And it's like, you know, um, personal year. Yeah. Personal year. <laughs> Gotta get that personal year. Gotta get it. Yeah, that's a shameless plug, but a personal year. <laughs> get the personal year in so that you can know, you know, have some insight, you know, some clarion direction. Again, this is just a guide, right? To assist you and help you throughout your year. So you can have what we would call a strategic plan to help you along the way. You know, and then you have, you know, your numerical, your natal information, as well as metaphysical counseling sessions to certainly assist as it pertains to various areas of the life that you may want to look into more deeply. But, um, you know, the personal year is definitely important. And so speaking of personal year, we've got Kyrie Irving going through some things. We got Kanye West going through some things. And then we just pulled in the brother Dave Chappelle. Okay. But before I get into Kyrie, Kanye, and Dave Chappelle, I, and, you know, I want to certainly, um, you know, um, give our condolences and send some peace, love, light, and continue healing to um, Takeoff's family as well as Aaron Carter's family. Um, the last time we were on the live, um, they were alive. Um, you know, um, it's unfortunate that since our last um, live presentation, these two souls have transitioned. Um, they are in the spirit realm at this point in time. Um, and so we just want to send some peace, love, light, continue healing through these times of transitions to their families. Um, you know, the Carter family, as well as the Ball family. Okay, because I believe that was Takeoff's last name, Ball. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, um, you know, I spoke about this in the beginning of Scorpio season. Scorpio is about life and death, rebirth, right? Degeneration and regeneration. So we are to kind of understand that, you know, this is the season where you know, deaths are going to happen. People are going to be transforming and transitioning because the death is just the ultimate transformation, right? Um, not only that, this is a six universal year. So that deals with birth, death, anything dealing with relationship, right? Birth, deaths, marriage, separations, divorces. So these things are going to be happening, okay? So I believe, you know, that Scorpio season in a six universal year numerically just brings about that double whammy, right? Um, so um, we just want to send some peace and our condolences to their families. Um, as it pertains to Kanye and Kyrie and Dave Chappelle, what's interesting about Dave Chappelle and Kanye West astrologically and numerically? Let me just say this. Astrologically, they are both signs that are born under Mercury. 
right? The planet Mercury, because Dave Chappelle is a Virgo, born August 24th, 1973, okay? That's Mercury energy, very analytical, okay? Kanye is a Gemini, born June 8th. That's also very mental energy, that's air, okay? That's air energy, but they are both governed by Mercury, which is the, the planet of communication and intellect. So we're not dealing with people who are not intellectual, all right? They are intellectual beings, okay? I just want people to understand this thing, <laughs> all right? Exactly, yeah. And I think like, you know, because they're both intellectuals, right? With Gemini, they do have the tendency to express their intellect in a scattered way, in an unfocused way, whereas Virgo, right, is the opposite of that. They have structured thought, and that is exactly what was demonstrated when, uh, by, by Chappelle when he was on the SNL. You know, he was able to give that structured intellect through the use of being, you know, comedic, and it, it was very beautifully well done and probably would have went over most people's heads if they really weren't paying attention to what he said. So, yeah, I think, uh, I think that was really good. Yeah, you know, I, I know, I, I don't know. I'm not going to say I know. I believe that Dave Chappelle definitely, whenever Dave does anything, I feel like he thinks it through before he does it. You know what I mean? I believe that he thinks that thing through before he does it. Um, he analyzes it. Being that he's born on the 24th of the month, he is a family-oriented uh, person, you know. He he gives his loves to his family and his friends because that 24 energy, that is linked to Venus energy, all right? And so, you know, with that being said, I know that he, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop saying I know. <laughs> <laughs> I believe, all right, through doing this work that I do, I believe that, that I have been called to do, let me just say that. I believe that Dave has had the ability or always has the ability to kind of analyze things before he acts on them. You know, pretty methodical in nature so that he makes sure that he knows what the outcome could be in more ways than one. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. More ways than one so that whatever happens, He's already what? Yeah. He's already, so he's already ready, ready. ready. He's you already know, prepared. You're already prepared for what backlash or what whatever may certainly happen. So I think that, you know, um, his monologue for SNL, I think he, he, he thought that through. He did. And I, all, I, I believe that he knew what was going to be coming as well. All right. What's interesting also, too, about Kanye and Dave is that they both have personal year energies that are the same they are both under a year where decisions need to be made reconstruction right they have to make some some decisions things have come to the light for them and they have to make decisions and they have to reconstruct things through the decisions that they've made or through what has been presented to them all right and so, you know, with that being said, when you talk about, you know, uh, needing to make decisions, needing to reconstruct and, and you know, reevaluate some things, 
All right. They are both going through that energy. Dave had to make the decision as to how to, you know, present himself as it pertains to the monologue on SNL. Kanye had to, you know, make the decision on what he was going to do in regards to his contractual agreements. Exactly. Yep. And so, you know, um, these people are making decisions in a year like this. It's some turning points for them. Okay, and we're seeing it play out. Some adaptability on their part that needs to take place in a year like this. And some things, again, coming to awareness for them. And whatever it was that came to awareness for them, it was a turning point for them. Very true. And we are, we're experiencing that. We're seeing it play out. So they have to now reconstruct, repurpose or, you know, move something. Right, right, yeah. You know, move some things around. Okay. And, um, you know, and this is from a numerical standpoint. So when we talk about personal year energy, yeah. That lets us know what type of personal year energy that, that we're under. And then figure out how we're going to maneuver through them and work through them. So, mm-hmm. Kanye uh, and Dave, they both um, are also in a year where, you know, working together. Unity, collaborating, having partnerships is going to be important, right? And I feel like, you know, I'm not here to say what's right or wrong. I'm just looking at what is. I'm, I'm the observer and I'm looking at the numbers and I'm looking at the planetary energies, right? Um, you know, what I can say is that... Everybody needs some body, right? To stand by them, next to them, or whatever the case may be. And these personal year energies for both Kanye and for Dave is an energy of unity, working together and standing together. And I think that Dave showed by the end of the monologue that he may very well be, you know, um, standing with Kanye you know he's not canceling Kanye completely he is saying you know he did say you know whoa that's crazy man you could think that but you may not want to <laughs> may, may not want to say that yeah you know that's true Virgo fashion they are particular about you know what they do what they say hey hold on <laughs> let's think this thing through well, like you said earlier, Gemini might be, hey, look, I'm scattered. It's on my mind. I'm right. going for it. Yeah. I'm going to do it. So, you know, um, I think it's really interesting how we are, you know, able to have tools at our ready to help us to kind of gain some insight, clarity, direction, and some understanding around what we are potentially witnessing, right? With Kyrie Irving... Uh, this young brother, he's definitely, um, he's, he's, he's an Aries. Okay. Um, he is an Aries. He's leadership energy there. Um, curious, curious energy wants to know, curious about knowing, curious about getting some knowledge and information. And as an Aries, he's going to conquer that information. He's going to get it. He's going to know it. You know, he's a cardinal sign. He's action oriented. 
So he's going to go get the information that he needs to get, that he wants to get. And then guess what? He's going to bring it back to the people. Why is he going to bring it back to the people? Because his life path is that of a master number. 11. And we just had 1111. The 1111 portal. The number 11 is the illuminator. The enlightener. One who comes to enlighten brings forth the message from the astral realms for the most part into the physical realm. All right. So, you know, Kyrie, when he, if he is enlightened by a thing, he's going to want to share it. Most 11s usually are people of inspiration. He is looking to inspire his generation to do better so that they can assist the next generation, which is Gen Z. And learn from the previous generation, which is Gen X. So with him having that 11 life path, okay, and him being an Aries, it's definitely, you know, indicative of what is happening now, what we're seeing, what we're seeing from Kyrie right now. All right. Um, not only that, he is in a personal year where some changes are happening in his life. Some unpredictable things may also show up for him as well. I'm sure he wasn't expecting the outcome that he received when he shared the movie. Oh, yeah, no, definitely not. No. That he shared, right? And so, again, in sharing the movie, I believe that what his intent was, I can't say for sure because I'm not Kyrie, right? Right. But I feel as though his intent was to enlighten people. But that's his energy. <laughs> I think it's another thing too, like especially for my generation, we 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 can become too sensitive, man, to what people say, and, we, and that blocks us from really giving ourselves a chance to really understand where the other person is coming from, you know. So that's another thing too. I have a problem with that contributes that I feel heavily contributes to how uh, what he did was received, you know, by the public. Yeah, you know, Kyrie is an interesting person. He's versatile. He's a caring individual, um, and 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 things of that nature. And I know that he apologized. He said, you know, if I offended anyone, I did not mean to do so. That wasn't the intent. You know. But um, you know, what's interesting is is that the energy that Kyrie is under is linked to Mercury. So there's a lot of communication, like. You know what I mean? And intellectual energy even in that. So we're dealing with two people who are governed by Mercury, Kanye and Dave. And then we're dealing with someone who is in a Mercury type year energy personally. You know what I'm saying? There's no coincidences in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I cannot express to you guys enough. Like there's no coincidence in the universe. You know, so Kyrie is being Kyrie. He has another calling. Yes, I'm sure he is a good basketball player. And I, I, I didn't know who Kyrie Irving was before this. I know, you know, don't shoot the messenger. Don't, you know, don't hurt me, y'all. I just didn't know who he was. Okay. But he is certainly letting people know who he is now in a different version of himself. And you know what? I think, Sai, I like what you said about um, him talking to some of the streamers that you know of yeah it was actually like shown on uh S snl i think no 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 not snl espn espn news yeah 
they uh, showed, you know, Kyrie in a call, in a Discord call with three other streamers that I watch, black streamers. And uh, they were really, like, absorbing all of the enlightening information that he was sharing with them, you know, and telling them how much of an impact they have on the youth with uh, streaming and the opportunity that they have to uh, do similarly what he's doing, you know, spreading the message of the truth, you know, and uh, highlighting the importance of doing that. And, um, yeah, man. Yeah, I think... uh, I think, but I, I feel like they're they're afraid though. I feel like the streamers that I watch are afraid to support, to really support that because they know that that's gonna most likely jeopardize their living, their lifestyle that they have you know shaped for themselves. And I don't I don't blame them, but you know it is what it is. Well, we have to look at you know um, what's more important: is your freedom of self-expression more important or? You know, is the finances, is the money more important? I agree. You know, um, you know that's something that is definitely um, echoing very loudly in our society right now. Is you know this idea of not being able to express ourselves freely without feeling some type of fear or like feeling like there's going to be some type of consequence. And being able to express ourselves freely. And we do have something that is called the First Amendment right. Right? And so, you know, um, that is something that I feel like Dave, Kanye, and Kyrie are echoing loudly now. I mean, Dave Chappelle even said it at the end of his monologue, like, you know, I'm frankly, I'm tired of, tr- of of biting my tongue. Frankly, I'm growing tired of not really being able to express myself. You know, when we should all be able to express ourselves, no one is, should be exempt from being able to express themselves. But when you are being condemned, canceled, or, you know, um, being um, sought after in a negative way for expressing what you feel your truth is, right? That's your truth. You should be able to express your own truth about a thing. But how are we, you know, or who are we to condemn someone else or other people and how we perceive what their truth is or what they're showing you, you know? Yeah, exactly, absolutely. You know, people take it to heart and then, you know, they, they take it personally. And then, you know, there's a whole another set of Pattersons going on. Um, so, you know, I feel like, you know, we're in a time where it's very interesting. Um, we're getting ready to move into a time that's going to be very creative and very spiritual, which is 2023. We'll certainly talk about that at another time. But in this particular time and in this year and in this month right now, I want to leave on a high note. This is a month of November where, you know, we, we want to be positively expecting positive things, everybody. Out of all that we've said and all that we are seeing in the media, for those of you who are connected to the media, 
whether it's with Kyrie, Dave, or with Kanye, or if it's about, you know, the, um, the student loan, you know, issues, inflation, whatever it might be that's going on, this, this potential civil unrest that may occur and things of that nature, I want you guys to at least be, stay in the present, stay in your now moment, okay? And maximize your now moment. I always say that, maximize your now moment because the moment that we are in as a collective and I'm gonna, we're gonna, you know, close out on this note is a moment of good fortune. It's a moment of receiving assistance during this time. This is a, a month of November, the month of November where we are to be going into our meditative mode and receiving answers from our meditation, right? Following our intuition to assist us and guide us and help us, okay? Be open to receiving assistance from all forms, whether it's financial, whether it's physical, whatever it is, spiritual assistance, be open to receiving that. Because if you are open to receiving, then you will open yourself up to wonderful opportunities and things to happen for you. Okay. In this month of November, I'm not talking about October. I'm not talking about December. I'm talking about the present moment in November. Okay. Stay positive. Keep a positive mind and then positive things will come into your life this month. This is for the collective. Okay. Also too, do not have any doubts in your mind. No doubts. No doubts. You're winning. You're successful. And wherever you are right now, that is where you are supposed to be. I'll repeat it again. Wherever you are right now is where you are supposed to be. But be in that space without self-doubt. Be in that space with the mindset of winning and being successful. You know what I mean? So, you know, because all is in the mind, the mind is all. Whatever is in the mind, that's what your reality is going to produce. It's going to come out into your reality. So this is a month where you can receive advancements. You can receive gifts and rewards. You can also receive all kinds of help. And through your meditation, you can receive unseen and spiritual help as well. All right. So there are wonderful things that are happening for us. We just have to see where those opportunities are. And this is a month of opportunity. So walk in it, believe it, and know it. Okay? And utilize it, you guys. So, you know, that's it. That's all for us. Um, you know, if you guys are interested in any sessions that we might have, um, you can go to www.evolutionnow.org if you're interested in a personal year session, a natal chart session, numerical chart, metaphysical counseling session. You can go there to book a session with us or with me, I should say. Um, Saya won't be there. It'll just mean be me and you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, too, if you are interested in any of the Evolution Now merch, you can certainly... Um, receive that because we're having the black friday and cyber monday sale on the evolution now merch and that will be from november the 21st to november 28th so certainly get your be ready so you don't have to get ready and you'll maximize your now moment merch so that you can certainly spread those positive messages of 
you know, um, empowerment and preparedness. All right. So we're going to be having, again, the Black Friday sale as well as the Cyber Monday sale starting November 21st to the 28th. And if you are uh, following me on Instagram, the link is in the bio for everything, for the services as well as for the merch store. Um, and if you would like to adorn your beautiful self and your handsome self with some beautiful um, 18 karat gold plated stainless steel jewelry, you can do that by purchasing a 50% off discounted purchase with Labretta Brillar. All right. Um, get your zodiac sign charm. Right. Represent your sign, represent that energy, whether it's your sun sign, your rising sign or your moon sign, whatever it is. And you can also um, do that as a gift for others as well, um, because the holiday seasons are coming up. So you can certainly get them a piece, a nice little piece of jewelry, little piece of jewelry and help nobody. They didn't hurt nobody. Right. You can you can wear a little something. Some people, you know, are ring people. Some people are necklace people. Some people like bracelets. So they have some beautiful things on the site. So. Um, you can also find the link there as well um, in my bio on Instagram. All right. And if you are following me on Instagram, welcome. And thank you for being a part of, you know, the Astro Numerology 7 energy, the Astro Number Tribe energy, the Evolution Now energy, right? And if you're following me on Instagram, go ahead and follow me on Facebook as well at Ashton Numerologist 7. All right, so end it with that. And you know, you know, we always say, you wanna maximize your now moment and keep moving forward. In order for you to ascend, you must begin from within. You want to what? Be, Be ready, ready so you don't have to get ready. ready. And so we will reconvene on the next episode of Evolution Now Podcast. Bye for now, guys. <laughs>